That's my wife, you asshole. This relationship is start my period soon I just say <laughs> I cried at a TikTok today so there better be so there better be some action in my panties soon hey y'all it's Lace <laughs> it's Catherine <laughs> and you're listening to a catch-up episode of Cheaties <laughs> where we always could be pregnant <laughs> The podcast for two women could always be pregnant. Are we? Um, Who knows? What? When do people get pregnant? Who knows? I don't know. I did. I, uh, Mister, my puppy was hanging out the window on the drive home today, and I cried because he was so cute hanging out the window. Yeah, just enjoying the the wilderness. Yeah, that. Yeah. And I watched. And then when I was nannying the, the girl, we watched Alice in Wonderland. Oh, and which one? The- the car, old old school cartoon one or the no the new Tim, one and like Tim Burton one yeah the Tim Burton one and like two nights before uh hot tub my boyfriend and I talked and we established that I may truly have a bipolar disorder <laughs> or <turn> disorder <laughs> and uh it stood on my mind and then I watched Alice in Wonderland and you know that line where they're like have I have I gone mad and she's like I'm afraid so but all the good ones are. They go absolutely bonkers, but all the good ones are. And I was like, all right, lit. That cool. means- so, you, so what you're trying to say is you figured out your next tattoo? <laughs> it's a really good idea. I know. That's a good one. This one's going underneath the teat. Yes. That's a great place to warn warn anyone who's about to suckle at that teat yeah. what they're getting into. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like pesticides. You it gets into your body. It, I might poison you. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ. No, I think it's. Ju- I go through that every single month. There's like a week where I'm like, I'm legitimately insane. Like there's something severely wrong with me. I have a disorder. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to amp up my my pills. And then uh, and then my period starts. And I'm like, oh my god, I was a normal person this whole time. Yeah, I I think I might be P. I may PMS four weeks out of the month though, <laughs> and that might be something to look at. Listen, out uh, someone who's very slightly older than you, I can tell you that I my amped upness and my mood swings got drastically better the older I got. So like, like stronger? You're, you're, what do you mean by better? Like the better could go a no. lot of different ways. <laughs> no, I'm like, so much angrier now. I <laughs> I used to be so much angrier than I am now. Is it because you're tired? Probably because I'm more tired. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have energy to be. You're just angry. like, oh, I hate that my dog peed there, but I'm just gonna take a nap first. We'll take a nap instead, right? Mm-hmm. You know how that is. Okay. Well. We'll see. He did. He did. Uh, when we were having our, when we were, I'm listening. All right. When we were having uh our discussion about how little things really send me over the edge, he uh he cited a conversation we had on the podcast. And he was like, I remember one time Lace said that we, you all went out and you were having a good time, and then it was like a flip switch, and and you were ready to go home. And I was like, um. Sir, don't use my podcast against me. <laughs> First of all, don't you, don't you, don't pod at me. Don't, yeah, don't, no, 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 no. Don't uh-uh, quote uh-uh. the pod back at me. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't quote what I said. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, <laughs> so I cried at Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> hey, does, does Hot Tub still listen to the podcast every week? Uh, Not every week now. Now it's, now it's. Uh, he his work really got amped up, okay. so um, he has to try really hard right now. Uh, every okay. every now and then, yeah. Okay, which yeah. is better for me because there's times when I just really let loose here, 
And then, yeah. and then I don't even think a thing about it. And then later no. he's like, so the thing you said, uh, yeah. And I want to be like this, this is, that's a, that's a judgment free zone. Yeah. It goes under the pod and you can't yeah. judge me. That, that This does not concern you. This is, I'm doing this for the people. Okay. Yeah. So don't, don't bring this into our relationship. That's not doing me this- on the pod. No, That's, we're doing this for our OnlyFans. This has yeah. nothing to do with our men. Yeah, you, uh, you, you take Catherine Blanford, but on the pod, you're listening to K Biz Nine. <laughs> K Biz Nine sounds like it's the uh, like the the wavelength to a radio station. You're listening to K Biz Nine. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> Good morning, Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always a- playing like pink and Alanis Morissette and then a little Bruno Mars. <laughs> a little Bruno Mars. Yep, that's right. That's but only, only pink's early stuff. Only stuff oh. from Misunderstood album. Dude, dude, yeah. I, every time I work out, I listen to Just Like a Pill. Every just time like I work a pill. pill. Every time I work out. Yeah, that, yeah. With no joke, all I listen to is uh, 90s pink is it, or 2000s pink. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rihanna and Adele. And I just had that on a loop. Well, Catherine, I think we solved it. No wonder you're on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Hot Tub thinks that you're bipolar. <laughs> wow. When you're just. That's a really good point. <laughs> when you're pushing those tunes into your brain so all day gotta, long. I just got to start listening to Enya nonstop. Yes. The emotions coming out the other side. Like it's, it's like That's you are what you. You are what you eat, man. You you are yeah. what you Spotify. So. Yeah, and I and I just been listening to Pink with Pink Hair. Remember that? Pink? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a very specific Pink. That yeah. was I had that album when it came out. I bought it on a CD, and I used to drive around in um my first car, my Nissan Altima, and uh, blast the shit out of that, and just be like, like I would listen to Pink at my parents, like yeah. Oh, I did. This is how, yeah. how I really feel. If I was good at music, I'd yeah. write this whole album. Like she totally gets me, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pink you know, gets I would, me. I would go sit. I would go sit in our unfinished basement with my parents' old boombox. I would sit on my tummy next to my Easy Bake Oven <laughs> and my parents' boombox, and I would put just like a pill on. Or, yeah. or, it was the album was called Misunderstood, right? No, misunderstood. Yeah, it was misunderstood with, a with, a Z. with a Z. Yeah, yeah, with a Z. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like that uh, gray brick wall with like the purple yep. letters, the graffiti, like graffiti. letters. Yeah. Yep. And yep. I would, and I was so young, and I didn't, get, and I didn't get anything where she was because like, you had to be in like middle school, right? Yeah, and, and I just remember out? like the nurses being such a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah. it was like, I remember what, what's what's my favorite line in it. Damn, Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, this. I you love. It, I would though. know it. I listen to it all the time. Still, that was around. No, I, I every now and then I get like on a kick, and I'm like, man, I gotta listen to Misunderstood. I totally forgot that about that. Oh, that 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 shaped who I am, man. It, yeah, it really, it really did. It, it was like so the the it was album- like emo and pop. Yes, kind of. Yes. It was so in rotation in my car, in my CD player, I would constantly have, well, and then prior to me even having a car, like uh, middle school and in high school, like it was Avril Lavigne. Yes. Avril's first album, which went right alongside Pink. That was yeah. very, very but good. Honestly, Al- Avril's first album, her best work. Her best work. Her best Easily. Work. Yeah. So good. So I had both of those. I had uh, that. Well, of course, the album, the soundtrack to Save the Last Dance. Um, <gasps> Casey and Jojo. Oh, no. My favorite. I told you that was my favorite movie. Yeah. That and The Patriot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I, I totally forgot that you said that. <laughs> I love- no, okay. They Love Dance, Patriot, Lion King. Top three favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I love all three of them so much. <laughs> um, with uh, God, what's it? The colors. I see your truth. Two colors. Shout out to Derek. Shout out to Derek. Derek trying to go through med school. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and then that, and then the end. Do we? My my three and my friend Jenna and Molly. We would leave. Yeah. We would leave Catholic school. Sleep over on Friday. Watch and then and then just try to pop it to um yeah you could do it put your back into it do it when they get in that club scene back. yeah and she has yeah. The, the red bandana top yep yep 
Yep. Yeah. We tried I've watched so that hard. movie a thousand times. That was like my favorite. Cause that was when I was in high school. Yeah. So I had that, that soundtrack and then, Oh my God. And then Shakira's first album. Yeah, um, get into that. That was, uh, what was it called? Laundry. Oh uh, shit. What was it called? Shakira. No, I remember. Um, Oh, it was the best one because they I know had all her first hits on it. And yeah. then it had some of those songs in Spanish on them and i used to memorize the spanish versions Man, i remember i remember being younger i was i went to catholic grade school so kindergarten through eighth grade right i remember going in to change the locker rooms for pe and the there were eighth grade girls in there singing those shakira oh, yeah. songs and yeah. every time i hear shakira now i still think about like when i was younger be like i gotta start listening to shakira all the cool older girls listen to shakira yeah shakira laundry service i knew it was laundry something so i that had mean? that album I don't know, but uh, it had that song on it. Whenever, wherever, love and not to be together, I'll be there and And that's the deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. had one of my first albums was uh, J Lo, Jenny from the Block. Oh, that's a good one. Album, yeah. uh, and she always had. I feel like J Lo in the early days, every other song was her and Ja Rule. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I she was always I was, collabing. She was always collabing because uh, J Lo's not a great singer. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, you, you, she, you stand by that. I really do. I've said it before, and I'll yeah. say it again. She's an incredible dancer, and she's a better singer than I am. But she's not the best. You know, not the best. Yeah. Shakira, best singer, best dancer. Pink, incredible singer. Incredible. Singer. Incredible dancer. Yes. Uh, and she could do all the aerial stuff. Yes. Yeah, she just did that like like a couple of years ago at some award show performance. She yeah. was like, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I just love how those like all those women still like to this day are still badasses. Oh, and then the other people who were in my my uh, rotation were uh, uh, Mariah Carey too. So I had like every Mariah Carey album, and I would see. To I think she kind of faded by the time I started watching TRL because I don't remember as much Mariah Carey. As people talk about her. Oh, man. Well, she, because I remember, like, when Honey... See, I don't remember Honey. Honey got me hot for you. Don't even know that. And it was P. Diddy? Uh, uh, uh. MC. And you don't stop. Yeah. I can imagine it being good based off of that. It was good. It was it was good. Yeah. I wish the listeners could see my Mariah Carey impersonation because it's very good. It's just the it's very good. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite songs of all time. Favorite uh-huh. songs of all time. Going back to Catholic Roots, my mom took me and my brother in the movie theaters to go see The Prince of Egypt. You remember that animated film? Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think they were covering it because it definitely was out before then. But Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston sang. Mm-hmm. I know we were moving mountains long before we knew we could. There can be miracles when you believe the hope is frail. <laughs> It's hard to kill. <laughs> you know that song? Nope, not at all. Oh not, my god! Not, it, for one second, I thought I might know what you're talking about, and then you continued <gasps> to sing it, uh, dude. Yeah, right before your period, I need you to YouTube <laughs> "Miracles" by Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey. And I cannot stress this enough. Wait till track your period. This is, and you need to know the day before you start. Wait, wait, wait. You Are you talking about When You Believe? Yes. That's the name of the song. I just found it. Yeah. And I don't think it sounds anything like what you just said. There can be miracles. We can't afford to play it on the podcast, but I really want to, I really want to play it. Uh, I'm going to have to listen to it. Right the day before you start your period. Okay. And that's when All you right. need to listen to it. And no other All day, right. no other day of the month. Well, now I've got a tracker app, so I know exactly when that is. So I will. All right, that's. I'm gonna put it in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, just and then and t- and knock the tissues off the counter and get yourself a paper towel roll. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, it's, it's gonna really good. It, it's the best. It's so good. Jesus Christ. Okay, so. <laughs> 
I'm glad uh, I'm glad we threw back all the way because this is going to come in handy when we talk about the movie uh, that we're about to talk about. Oh, because I'm, I'm ready to unleash. When I was in high school. Um, so, yeah, good throwback. But uh, real quick, for those of you who are listening, obviously this is, like we said, a catch-up episode. You're not going to hear an interview today. But we did have a great interview this past Monday that came out, Catherine. So I had a great time. Uh, I had an awkward time. But I had a great time. <laughs> I think you've never enjoyed a moment in our podcast more than you enjoyed me discovering that I went on a date that I didn't know that I went on. And watching you live <laughs> sit there. And I saw your whole body go, <laughs> you really squeamed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've I, never enjoyed anything more in my life. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought I died for a minute. I was like, this is actually, this could be my heaven. Just give me my heaven. So if y'all haven't listened yet, if y'all are some of those listeners who only listen to catch-up episodes, which very interesting. I, we have three types of listeners. The ones who only listen to the interviews, yes. the ones who only listen to catch-ups, and then the real fans who listen yes. to both the episodes. The real fan. The real fan. The real fan. My mom. Yeah. She, she used to be mom and hot tub, and now it's just my mom. But uh, yeah, so if you haven't listened yet, go back and listen to Broadway Bang Bang episode 106 with the hilarious Mike Albanese. Uh, that was, that was an awesome episode, but yeah, in that episode, one spoiler alert, if you hadn't listened to it yet is he, he's like, Hey Lace, I hate to drop it to you on your podcast, but we went on a date together. <laughs> and I was like, eh? and I was like, I go the heck on and, <laughs> and, uh, don't spare us any details, <laughs> but there weren't any details. That's what's so funny about it. That's why I'm like, I'm still, I'm still curious if I even. Want it's to like I'm reliving it all over again. You just I'm can't. So uncomfortable. I you can't. Really are. And you, and you, and I. Oh, I love it so much. And you try so hard to 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 gain control of the conversation and to and just to and to switch the story, to change stories, you know, switch yeah. the narrative. And he yeah. and he was so steady. He was like, kept bringing it back. Anyway, up. so back to our date that we definitely <laughs> went on together. <laughs> Um, as two people who were yeah. interested in making love. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say and, all that. And you see, see how I'm doing it. Uh, it, 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 oh. it, lied, it lit a spark inside me that I didn't know. I didn't know I had that joy in me still left. Yeah. All um, right. Well, we're never interviewing anyone again who I may or may not have gone on a date with. Cause whole oh, man. I'll find them. Oh man. And then I started to tell my husband about it and I'm like, Hey, by the way, this is a hilarious thing that happened. We were interviewing Mike. Come find out. He told me we went on a date. I didn't even know that. And then, and Jared's like, well, I mean, you don't have to lie about it. If you went on a date, I'm like, no, I'm not lying. I was like, I didn't know. I was like, I didn't know it was a date. Cause we didn't make out or he didn't like pick me up and take me anywhere. Like we might've gone and had drinks. He's like, well, you know, if you did, if you made out, you could tell me. Like, do you? You don't, you don't have to cover. And I was like, I'm not covering. And then, and then I sounded even more like I was covering something up. And like, because yeah. my voice just kept getting higher. And I'm like, why is nobody believe me? Do you feel like you're on the Truman Show right now? And they're just yes. like, hey, tell her she did go on a date. And then they're like, they're like, the producers are in Jared's ear, your hired yep. husband. Yes. And yes. Yes. and they're like, what if in like this is the Truman Show, and in real life he's some like like metro dude who like <laughs> runs like iron mans and like <laughs> wears like suits every day anyways he works out in spandex and he yeah, wears yeah 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 he wears, he wears those cyclop sunglasses my husband um, does not know how to wear one suit let alone suits God, I was I, looking back at our wedding pictures yesterday and every year, like yesterday was our three-year wedding anniversary and I can't even post any pictures. I have to like crop out his feet because he never tried on his his suit before our hand. So it did not fit worth a shit. The shirt did not fit. I bought the wrong neck size of a shirt. He never tried it on before the wedding. How did you let that so, happen? How did you let that happen? I was so busy because I did every single ounce of planning for the wedding. The only thing I asked him to do, I went and bought his suit, I bought a shirt, I bought a tie, and all I asked, all I asked was show up on time and get your suit tried on beforehand because if it needs to be altered, I need it to get altered. 
And that's it. That's all I asked him to do. I did everything else, all the food coordinating, the location, and my dress, my bridesmaids dresses, the family, the photos, the, and he showed up on time and he showed up on time, sunburned on his face Why? with no, with, with no color on his forehead. And he obviously couldn't wear his hat in the, in the wedding. So he had a white ass forehead, a reddish tan face from the eyebrows down. Why? Cause he's a man and he's stupid and he doesn't think of things like that. And then mm-hmm. now he bitches all the time about our wedding pictures. Cause his face is two fucking different colors. And he's like, well, we didn't put any makeup. In. We could have fixed it. We could have blah, 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 blah. I was like, you did not, you should have looked at yourself in the mirror for five seconds. And then he gets there. His pants were too long. They were literally bunched up over his fucking leg. And I asked him multiple times, does your suit fit? Does the shirt fit? Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I tried it all on. It all fits great. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it looks great. Catherine, I should have never trusted him, not one bit. It looked so bad that I look back at the photos and it makes my blood boil. I'm so mad. It was the best day ever. We had absolutely the best wedding. Everyone who went said, most fun wedding they've ever been to in their lives. But I look back at the pictures furious because of his outfit. So anyway. And that's what you, that's that's the most you can hope for. Hope for yeah. Is when you look back at your wedding pictures. Yeah, that they make you angry. It. <laughs> It makes you so goddamn angry. So goddamn angry. That's why I've never ordered. That's why there's not a photo for, of our wedding in my house. Are you kidding me? There's not. There's not one on a wall. There's nothing. Dude. Magazines literally turn a dog into Cameron Diaz. You can you can get somebody know, to I Photoshop I some. Need to get, I need to get Lola to Photoshop and fix the, fix the ones that I really yeah. like in a frame anyway i say all that to say sometimes i do I, I i do wonder if i'm if i'm being punked in some kind of way if uh if i am in some sort of room and show situation but yeah jared like straight up like i felt like like he was in on it too because then he's like well you know you don't have to you don't have to lie about it. i was like i don't lie i was like why would i lie this is maybe I'm, just, I'm you know i'm not saying you lied about it lace i'm just saying oh maybe your <laughs> brain lied to you about it Maybe, maybe I've locked it out. Yeah. Um, because I'm just saying during that time when I had my home, <laughs> I, I did a lot of stuff. I had a lot of fun. Yes, went so, on a lot of yeah. Things. Yeah. Did a lot, of, did a lot of things. Uh, I, I guess I don't remember the ones that did not involve any, uh, makey outy times. Sure, 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 sure. You were just like, well, that wasn't a date. That was, I was networking. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like if you go on a date and you don't make out at the end, you write that off on your taxes because you were networking, honey. Yeah, that was a that was a business meeting. (laughs) There is no sexy, sexy time. That's a business meeting. It's a write-off. Still to this day, I tell my husband, I'm like, if we go to dinner, we come back, there's no sex, that was a business meeting. (laughs) And if it was Uh, sex, then that was was also a business. That was also business. Yeah. That yeah. That was a that was a that was a trip to paradise on the company's tab. Ah, ah, ah. Damn right it was. All right. Anyway, that yeah. was a great episode. So uh, lace is uncomfortable. Um, I'm in heaven. It was the it was the first time I'd seen you truly lose control, and yeah. it was. You know how much I love that. Satisfying. Yeah. So uh, that and then and then we get a little. I, I love that he was really game for this and just like kind of being told like he was like was this wrong and and we were like or you were more like yeah you're yeah. you're a huge dick for that and he was like yeah. all right yeah. and he just kind of he took it he just accepted it yeah. yeah i love that he came on the pod with a plan and he was like listen i need here's my scenario y'all, yeah y'all's advice and we're like oh clearly you don't listen to this podcast yeah 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 so he he if you haven't listened to it yet he uh he admits to like I will say this though, it is that blurry line of, you know, you're not exclusive with somebody. Totally. So can you hook up with people? Do you communicate that? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, but the shitty thing is, is that he did, instead of like communicating and coming clear and and being clear about everything that was going on, he decided to more gaslight her and make her feel crazies, which is what we're doing to you. But we're hired to do that to you, Lace, because we're that's actors on your cool. TV show. Um, yep. Yeah. And which is, that's, then that turns into you being 
a dick. <laughs> uh, All right. You feeling crazy, and now I feel crazy again. Um, yeah. Speaking so- of huge dicks. <laughs> Are we getting into the movie? Can we talk about Unfaithful? Yes. Okay. So for those of you who are listening, maybe you missed this episode a couple episodes ago where we had decided in season three, uh, at least once a month, we are going to assign. So Catherine, you get to pick the next movie and tell me what to watch. And then we'll talk about it. It needs to be uh, infidelity adjacent. All right. So I decided that we should watch a movie that is all about infidelity. The entire plot is, and it's called unfaithful. It came out in 2002, which is perfect. Cause we're talking about high school stuff and that was high school for me. And, uh, and you had never seen this film, which was shocking because I remember seeing it in the theater when it came out. All right. I th- this was my first time seeing it. Um, mm-hmm. can I go into my cliff notes? Can I go into my review? If you would like to, yeah, let's give the, let's give the audience a little information on the film. So those of you who have not been following along, or those of you who did and you didn't get a chance to watch it, this uh, this movie stars Diane Lane, who is not Susan Sarandon or Diane Keaton, as you said that they were. Y'all know the uh, difference between any of them. Yes, you do. So Diane Lane, Richard Gere. And Olivier Martinez. Those are the three main characters in or three main actors in the movie. It was directed by Adrian Lynn and it was written by someone. Uh, oh, three dudes. Claude Chabre, Alvin Sargent and William Broyles, Broyles Jr. So those were the writers. The direction director, Adrian Lynn came out. Oh, two. Anyway, phenomenal film. I love this movie. I've seen it multiple times. I I'm so glad you got to see it for the first time. All right. I want to hear, I want to hear your take. Did you and hot tub watch it together? Yeah, we watched it together. Uh, he, he actually liked it. He enjoyed it. This was a two hour anxiety attack for me. I, <laughs> I, I loathed it. I absolutely 100% loathed it. Uh, for, for the main reason is because you can't cheat on Richard Gere. There's no, there's, <laughs> you can't give me a fighting argument in any scenario, in any situation ever in the entire world. It's going in our book. You cannot cheat on Richard Gere. There, any other human being in the world besides also Beyonce, there's yeah. the two you cannot cheat on. You cannot cheat on Richard Gere and you cannot cheat on Beyonce. So that is, I was going to say, one of my first takeaways thinking about that film is uh is that it doesn't fall nothing falls into the category of harder or notter because everyone is so hot well, in this movie. well that leads me to my next three are equally hot no no and, no 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 no, no. Ooh. no horrible casting because if you're gonna cast you can't cast richard Gere as the person that that the wife cheats on as the husband that the wife cheats on because That's why it makes it so good. That's because, why. No, no, no. There's nobody you can cast hotter than Richard Gere. I don't care how young. I don't care how 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 tan and Italian and sexy and no French. French. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I don't. I don't care if he has a 27 pack of abs. You're never gonna get hotter than Richard Gere at any age ever. <laughs> That's why it doesn't make sense. Horrible casting. You should have. You should have cast an act like his husband then. No, because that makes the choice too easy. Also, that makes the, also this, this it is, makes the choice so much more difficult. This is, that, well, this is the that thing. Made the infidelity more interesting and more fascinating because Ridiculous. okay, so well, let's set it up for people who haven't seen it. Spoiler alerts, by the way. Uh, and if you have, it came out twenty years ago. So come on. Um, so Diane Lane and Richard Gere are married in the film. They have a regular, decent life. They have a great sex life. He's very busy. She is. Um, currently a stay-at-home mom. They have a little boy together, a little boy from uh, Malcolm. Malcolm in the middle. Couldn't couldn't yeah. really erase that out of my mind either. That's hard. Yeah, it's so you- hard to watch it the whole time. I'm like, yeah. you're from Malcolm in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, when yeah. when you know when are you gonna come out with something to suck up your nose? What's gonna right. happen? Here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's a great little actor. So they are they're married. She uh, falls into this affair with this French 
book dealer that uh, she meets on the street one day when she's out shopping across town or into the, another, it's like up in what, New York and, and Jersey and all that or whatever, that area. So she's like, having to go to a different borough or whatever, take a train, she gets there and it's a very windy day. She falls, she bumps into the sky, she scratches her leg and she meets this super hot, sexy dude. And then she doesn't have an affair with him that day. But she does eventually. And uh, anyway, so that's the okay. plot of the film. So you're saying uh, another thing that makes because the husband's Richard Gere, I think it makes it so much better. No, 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 no. Because the hus- if the husband was this dumpy dude or he was super goofy or he wasn't hot, then then she like, it would be such an easy choice. Everybody would be like rooting for her. They'd be like, yeah, well, go out. Wait. That's what makes me so mad because she it's the protagonist. That's what you would call her, right? The protagonist. Yes. Yeah. You I we've we've written sitcoms before, we've we've read books, you've taken an English English class. You always know, like as a protagonist, even if they're making bad choices, the the scenario or the the the, the narrative has painted them as somebody that you're always on their side. You kind of empathize with them even when they're making bad choices, because you're like, Oh, I, I get why they're doing that because they've had this, this in their past. Not once, not once, not a single second did I ever, ever empathize with her. Did I ever say, you know what? You're right, girl. You should be two-time in Richard Gere. Never once. The, from the moment the beginning of the movie started and he walked into that kitchen with his shirt inside out, I was like, this is the end of your life. You've reached heaven. There, you cannot <laughs> ask go. You're done. There's no better beyond this. And and then she just like, her life is great. And then she just That's cheats why. on him. That like is, Catherine, that's what no, I'm never on her side. I've never been on her side. She's not the protagonist. She's just the anchor of the story, but she's not necessarily the protagonist. I think Richard Gere is the protagonist in the story. He's not even in the first half of it, really. Oh, yes, he is. Not really. It's mostly and her. Everything takes a drastic, it all, everything happens to him. If you really think right. about it. Yes. In the it, movie. And it also is so, like, it's all, it's so, um, it's so 90s. It's so, like, uh, well, it's, uh, it's early 2000s. Or, early 2000s. 90s. It's so, yeah. um, imagery wise, like, the, the, everything's winning in the beginning. And then at some point, he's like in this, like, junkyard and all of a sudden everything's windy again. And, like, you truly feel, you feel like watching the movie, you feel like you are a 55 year old woman reading a James Patterson book on the beach right now it's like so it's so that like it's like the slow moving like you have the imagery before the thing happens and then like they really pan everything they really pan to the dress draped over the chair like they really got to give that a lot of attention yeah yeah well they they have to build they build the suspense so much. They build up every moment, which I think that's why I love that movie so much too, because like every moment it feels like one of those like choose your own adventure games where you're like, Ooh, she can make two different choices right now. She can really make two different choices. And, and then she chooses the one that, you know, h- half of you is like, don't you bitch, you better not, you know what you're about to do. And then the other half like that. Yeah. You're like, don't you do it? You know better than that. And there's a clear choice every time. And she's, and that's why they set it up in a way of like, she's making a choice. This isn't something that happened to her. She wasn't a victim of anything. Richard Gere is the victim yeah. in the film. And and he should never be. He should he, never be. He's, he's Richard he's, Gere. He's our Lord and Savior. Yeah, yeah. No, and I agree. But I, all three of them are crazy hot. And uh, uh, yeah, this and that's. That's why it's so, that's why I think it makes it, makes the tension so thick. If I was to rewrite the ending the way that I wanted it to be rewritten. Okay. So spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. Should we say how, how the movie happened? Well, Richard, you think that that he's going to, she's like having sex with him in his apartment. And then you see Richard gear which is his name in the movie i don't care what it is his name is richard (laughs) his name should be richard gear in every movie pretty much richard gear Gear. (laughs) now name other movies that richard gears in um (laughs) gigolo american gigolo american gigolo officer and a gentleman never seen it never seen gigolo either hot dev just told me to watch it 
Deborah Deborah Winger stars in Officer and a Gentleman, and she's the same one who stars in uh, uh, Urban Cowboy with John Travolta. No, why would you suggest these things? Oh my God, you would love Urban Cowboy. Are you fucking kidding me? It's so good. It's so good. You say Urban Cowboy, and I think Coyote Ugly. This is where. <laughs> no, no, no. Very, very different. So good though. There is line dancing though in both of those, so it's worth it. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. All right, so, yeah, so so this is how his character Richard Gere, Richard Gere, his character uh, played by Richard Gere, <laughs> keeps going. She keeps going back to this borough, and she keeps hooking up with dude. Now she's doing it like the first time. She knew what she was getting into. She visited him three times before she did it. She had three opportunities to say no and to not do this. And then she starts an affair. She's choosing to do this. She's sneaking around. Richard Gere figures it out. He first catches her. He does good. He does good detective work. He hears her say she's got a, a hair appointment. So he starts making calls, finds out she doesn't have a hair appointment. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah. And then at some point he fires some guy and the guy had seen his wife with the younger hot, dude hot in a restaurant. He was like, Boy, you should look at your own family. Mm-hmm. So at some point he figures it out. She's in the young guy's apartment. Uh, uh, they're having sex in the hallway and um, I would love to watch walk in on somebody having sex in the hallway. What I would do is just, I I would be like, keep it up, keep going. And then I would just still <laughs> slide by them. Yeah, yeah. Still and and as slow as I possibly could. And just yeah, sit yeah, in yeah. that awkwardness it's for a moment. So just like, shh, 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 dragging my feet. And then like, and then, and then I'd get to the bottom of the stairwell and I'd be like, have a great day. And then I close the door and keep walking. Don't, don't forget to pull out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I would, love, I would live for that. All right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they're having sex in the thing. And then she, as Richard Gere is walking into that guy's apartment because he gets his address, he like looks down and you see her like run out the door. She doesn't see him. He walks into the young guy's apartment. At first, he's just like, what, what the hell? And the young guy, then that guy turns into like, you really start to hate that guy because he's like, he's like, well, you know, she... You, you 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 moved her to the suburbs and everything and you're like you're a young dude you don't know what the hell you're talking about yeah. you don't have a family and a kid don't talk to it don't talk to richard gear like this i'm i've been yeah. on his I've richard been on- gear, he, he runs his own company yeah like let's see important yeah. busy man you don't you, know yeah you don't fucking know young he doesn't man. Have a, dude, that's a little 28 year old french dude doesn't even have like a mortgage or anything he's living in the apartment because his buddy who's a sculptor and is in paris lets him live there so he's yeah. this little freeloading doesn't have to worry about anything hot dude yeah and yeah, he starts being a jerk to richard Gere, which you know he's cocky as fuck and that might have been a bad move that might have been a bad move i would never have been I, the minute richard Gere looked at me i would melt, truly melt into a puddle i can't imagine that anybody could be cocky in front of richard Gere. <laughs> uh, um <laughs> i would love to see richard Gere and beyonce get together all right <laughs> that would truly be it would be very okay, Let's write that. Let's write uh, that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so they're talking, and then the, at some point, he looks over and sees a snow globe that he gifted to his wife that you find out later. There's like an insert in it that, like, he was like, don't open this to our 25th anniversary. And there's like this young picture of them. And, and she uh, had gifted it to Dude. Yeah. So. That's, it was in the young guy's apartment. And when Richard yeah. Gere, played by Richard Gere, saw that, he knew. They're like, oh, this that's really she fucked up. There and, yeah, and, that's and like gifted up. him something that he'd gifted his wife. Like a very sentimental thing. And so then he did um, which something that I don't I don't blame Richard Gere, played by Richard Gere would for doing. He got very no. upset and angry and just um what's it what's it called? Like bludgeoned? Bludgeoned when you yeah, he took the the snow globe and bashed it over the guy's head. And he died. Can people really die like that? Like they get a blow to the head and then like the blood just starts dripping down your head and then you just fall over. I know it happens in movies, but can that just happen in real life? Yeah, it's called a head wound. And uh, if you beat someone's head in with a heavy object, it's called bludgeoning. Really? And they die. Yeah. Because then the question in action blood like of the brain, like the blood brain barrier, there's like blood in there that's like protects your brain. And once you pop that skull open, and your freaking brain's out there and you lose all that blood, yeah, you dying. Damn. In action movies, when they're, like, fighting people and they're, like, huh, huh, and, like, 
bodies start flying everywhere. Are they insinuating that all those people are dying? I've always wondered that. Well, I, this is that's a very broad question. Am I supposed to answer for all movies? <laughs> what, what, what? I mean, some of those movies, some of those dudes get back up. Some of the movies, they don't. I think a lot of the times, those are just people who are unconscious now. Is that Are they just insinuating they're unconscious or dead? I think, I think it, it just depends on the film, you know? I, I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. So in so this movie... Like in The Incredibles, they're unconscious. But, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. In The Incredibles, that's a cartoon. So... That's not real. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I've just always wondered, like, what are they? What are they trying to say here? All right. Uh, so the so the young guy dies, and then he has to like get the, he gets the body, and then of course he hits all these like road barriers, <laughs> like of course is like he, he has the body in the trunk, and then and then somebody hits the back of his car, and they're like, you you want to see if your trunk can open? And he's like, no, and he drives away. Eventually, like they find the body, he dumps the body in a. Uh, a junkyard and then they find the body and then they're questioning, they're going to their house and questioning his wife. And he's clearly in front of his wife, helping her cover her, her up, cover her yeah, alibi. So now he realizes that he's helping that her. He, oh, he so the oh, yeah. wife realizes that Richard Gere killed her. When, when she boyfriend. saw, and she, at one point she, saw, she saw the, the snow, snow globe, globe back, back in their house. house. Yeah. And she's like, well, fuck. This means you found the snow globe and you brought it back here. And then she's like, what did you do? What yeah. did you do? And then she's what upset happened? that her lover's dead. Yeah. Well, and I think there's there's two parts of that. Yeah, she's upset. She lost her. She, but now she's more upset because, holy shit, I caused this. And I just probably got my husband in some deep, deep trouble. And I he found out. So I hurt him. And he also hurt this guy. She's like, what did you, did you kill him? Like, it's bad. Now, yeah. now it's bad. And then, and when the police come to visit, they tell her that um, he was married. Her ex lover, her dead oh, lover, was married. Remember that? that? Part. I totally forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then so my, my favorite part of the whole film is the very, very end. So, what did you say you would change about the end? Oh, so what I would have done is she. So she has like some friends that that are sprinkled throughout the movie that she like meets up with or whatever. What I would have had happen was um, she would have, like, confided in one of her friends, yeah. like, what she'd done. And then her friend would have killed her for cheating on Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's and then really everybody cool. would be like, yeah, we're on her side. She cheated on Richard Gere. Yeah, how dare she? She should yeah. have died. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Richard The worst part out. is that Richard didn't get some additional ass in the movie. Yeah, like, I know. He should have been able to get some side ass as well. I think that, that would have been the well, real redeem. And the friend that killed his wife, then they would. They end up together. That's how I would have written it. That's a new That's rewrite. Because <laughs> at the very end of the film, for those who haven't seen it, uh, it's just left up to interpretation. It's they, the husband and the wife and the little kid. They're just, parked. Yeah, they're parked in their car at a stoplight. And they're talking about, like, what should they do? Because the police are kind of still investigating. He's like, should I turn myself in? She's like, no, don't turn yourself in. And they're like, we'll, we'll run away together. And they're embracing. And they're at the stoplight. And it turns green. And they don't go. And the symbolism they're sitting there at a turn and they have to decide yeah but then the camera zooms out and to the right of the car the building that's right there is the police station yep. did you notice that yeah okay I'm just wondering um so then it's left for yeah. you to decide did he go and turn himself in or did they just flee yeah what i would have done again i would have been like Hey, I killed this guy because I'm Richard Gere and my wife cheated on me. And they were like, all right, we'll arrest your wife. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot get over the casting. I would just never write a movie where you're married to Richard Gere and you cheat on him. It, I, there's I think that's why. That's no. why it's so interesting because the whole time everybody's feeling that. That like you're saying, like the whole thing felt like an anxiety attack. Like it's like, don't do this. You're happy. You're fine. Everything's fine. What are you doing? Why are you going? And there was and never, yeah, there was never like a thing. truly inciting incident that really encouraged her to cheat. Like it wasn't like she was no. like miserable. Like, well, they set it up as like life gets too comfortable, and that did you notice? Because there's once again more symbolism of like things are too comfortable. There's like 
She's dealing with the kid all the time. She's the one, she has no excitement in her life. She's like, she, she, they have two occasions. They have two different things early in the film where both of like her son at one point is like peeing in a toilet with the door open. She's like having to tell her kid how to pee and not get pee on everything. That another point, the husband comes home and you, st he's standing there peeing in an open toilet. It's just like, things are just too comfortable. And I think that they were using all that symbolism to show like, Ugh, she needs some sort of excitement, but she could have like gotten a side job or, you know, taken a comedy class. I was doing, I was just about to say that. <laughs> Start a podcast. Like there's so many other things that she could have done or straight up said, Hey honey, you're Richard Gere. You're hot as shit. Um, are you into threesomes? Yeah. Should, we, should we go on a trip and, uh, try to, you know, swap couples and have an, have an, like, she should have been like, we should spice up our, mm -hmm. we need a little more in our life. Yeah. Cause you're right. There's no like obvious thing because that would make the movie too easy. That's why, that's why the turmoil, that's why the tension's so high the whole time, because there's not an obvious reason because if the husband was unattractive or an asshole or both, mm -hmm. or he was or he was unattentive or whatever. Like he could have been a bad guy. And then you'd be like, well, of course she's going to go cheat on him. Fuck that. Yeah. Dude. You can't hate the guy. You've got to the whole time, like to keep that tension going and to like for each and everything to be like, oh, why is she doing that? Oh God, why did he do that? Oh, what? Oh no. Oh, what's happening? Like you have to, there has to like, it has to be hard for her to be doing this to her husband for you to watch. I guess. I guess if not, if it was anybody less hot than Richard Gere, you'd be like, oh, I totally get it. Cause how the fuck everybody, everybody's less hot. Everybody's less hot. <laughs> See, and I, I disagree. Cause I think the three stars of that film are incredibly attractive. I mean, I think, well, obviously Richard Gere, also Diane Lane, one of the most gorgeous women yeah. of all time. Great bod. Holy shit. Her perky, body is perky. Titas. Her boobs are yeah. like, I literally, I stared so much at her boobs in that movie. Like, I was like, oh, how do they sit like that? Yes, how, I how? said the same thing. The way they sit, like where they sit and how they sit and like the heaviness is in the right. I'm like, they might be the most perfect pair of boobs I've ever they seen. They really are. And they then, fucking, are you fucking kidding me with the fucking French dude? The fucking, what the, what? That dude is crazy hot. Yeah. He you cannot was, act like that dude is not like crazy hot. He was. And, and then that point when she was like, I shouldn't do this. And he was like, hit me yeah. she's like yeah what and he's like hit me uh, and then yeah yeah oh boy oh boy yeah that was she was in, she was in quiet I was like, yeah i was <laughs> call back i was having the same feelings i started to have at save the last dance i was like oh this is oh. i'm getting i'm tingling what's this feeling i'm tingling what's this yeah, yeah. The whole time, because it's then it's so tough because you're on the ride with her you don't really feel empathy for her but like you're on the same ride because you're like how do you not like, ah, it's so it's right there. It's so easy. Like it's so, cause what they were trying to portray with that movie is, is I think they were trying to show it's a little easier to cheat than you think it is. Like not everything's this really clear, obvious, like you should, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. But I think it was real hard for her. And here's, okay. So here's my biggest thing that I want to say as a podcast about cheating, where we're like, Hey, don't gaslight people. Don't be shitty to people. Just break up first. Have the conversation first. Don't do something to someone. Clearly what she did was wrong, right? I'm not sitting here defending her in any way. I'm just saying the movie was written in a way to make you go, ooh, maybe I'd do the same thing. Like, I don't know. But truly, truly, when I rewatched it again for this episode, I was like that moment, that day, the windy day at the beginning where she fell in the street and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I've got a band-aid. I can't do his, his French accent, but he's like, I've got a band-aid upstairs and I'm blah, feeling blah, blah. tingly and all over again. I live right here. It's so I'm so French, French, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And there's a band-aid. And, uh, and then she's like, he's like, let me go get that for you. And he's carrying all his books. And she's sitting on the sidewalk on that stoop. That was the moment that could have changed the entire course of her life. Yeah. That's. She should have, even though she didn't cheat that day, she should have never. And I sat there watching it as a married woman going, no, bitch, that's where you fucked up. When he came, when he said, or, you know, I could go up here and get Band-Aids, or you could just come up here and clean off your leg yourself. Well, yeah, because they, she, it, she it, when she's it, like, come in out of out, come in out of this this wind and this bad weather. Yeah. That bitch should have said absolutely fucking not. 
Absolutely not. Like it's one thing to look. It's another thing to fantasize. It is a completely different thing to put yourself in a situation like that. You don't go into some hot dude's fucking apartment. You don't do that. No, unless that's where she fucked up by herself. Unless you're going through a hoe phase. <laughs> unless you're going through a hoe phase. It's totally then, different. That's meant for you. If you're married, and especially if you're married to Richard Gere, play, especially playing Richard Gere. That's they, she has that flashback when she's like she's like crying. And she has mm-hmm. a flashback where I thought at first I was like, this was all a dream. She really gets in the cab because she was supposed to hail a cab when she was sitting on the stoop. And she oh, has yeah, a flashback yeah. where she like, that he's like, come up. Me and you were like, tell me it's all a dream. Isn't it? Yeah. I, was like, I-, I was like, and then she looks at him. She's like, okay. And then she looks back at the cab and she gets in the cab and she's like, deuces. Gotcha, bitch. She gets in the cab and I'm like, good. It was all a dream. But then, then it was just a flashback. It was just a little tease. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's um, where she fucked up though because like it's gonna be harder and harder and harder to say no to temptation the closer and closer you put yourself into that temptation like she came back there she she yeah. went into his apartment to begin with she knew way better than that then she came back to his apartment then she came back a third time that bitch knew she was dancing with the devil she was literally dancing with the devil like she could have so easily just gotten to the cab that day, gotten and said, no, thank you. If you want to bring me a Band-Aid, cool, but that's probably not a good idea. And he could have hit on her harder and he could have said stuff and she she could have been uh, uh, flattered and turned on, but she did not need to go in there. Do you think there, it is like truly a fetish for some people to to be, be in affairs with married people? A hundred billion percent, yes. So do you think when, yes. you, when you get married, you're... You're off you're, limit. Then you're sober from young Frenchmen. Yeah. And so a young Frenchman to think that he could get a married woman, that's a that's a challenge. If somebody yeah. likes a challenge and a chase, they're after a married that's person. It. That's it. And so as a as a committed person in a relationship, you gotta be on guard. You gotta be like, pew, 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 pew. pew. Keep those, keep those hot foreigners away yeah. from you. Yeah. You just walk around with two Bibles strapped to the side of your face like a horse, like with a lead, like blinders. Like if you just strap two travel Bibles to your face. Yeah. Are you say no, you just, you wear like you, a headband. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. get, you got to wear a shirt that says, no hablo French penis. <laughs> That's what you say. You got, no hablo French penis. No French penis. And they'll know. They'll get it. Is that, wait, is that some merch? Did, did we just... Yeah, Did we just ding 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 find no, merch? No, I blow French penis. No, I blow French penis. Uh, I'm gonna buy that crop top. I got you. Okay. And it we put we put it we put the penis right before the crop top, so it looks like it says more, but they cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. So um, yeah. Thank you for that anxiety attack. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Did you enjoy it though? It was a good movie, right? It was. It was really good. I. I it's I, a good story. I mean, it was great acting. It was a yes. great story. Like it is. Woo! It gets you. Like there's so many twists and turns, and like yes, and so many moments that you're like, oh, this is so sexy, and you're like, this is so bad. This is so. Oh, I shouldn't. It is. Oh, what am I doing? Oh, I felt. Yeah. I felt like like I'm sure like how an older woman feels reading those. Those like yeah. s- like sex crime novels on the sex beach. Crime novels on the beach. Yeah. That was a sex crime novel for your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like Fifty Shades of Grey before Fifty Shades. Kind of. Not really. It was better. It's better. I didn't like, yeah. I didn't like Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't really like it either. That that was kind of like, like more like. I even tried I to read watch... the books to see if the books were better than the movie. And I did not enjoy either. I didn't really like how they portrayed her and him. I've only read the. You, my little brother gave me that book. I was like, Funny. dude. <laughs> Don't don't. Did don't, you read the? Yeah. Read the back cover of this? I was like, don't don't give me this. <laughs> How are you supposed to read that and know that your no, brother? Yeah, I know. It's like, please, can we can we never talk about this ever again? Yeah, I did not enjoy that. That was not no. I just hate how it portrayed her as yeah. like young and vulnerable and like. I yeah. don't know. I didn't really I didn't that feel like she made the choices and she made the decisions. She, like I felt like she was being too controlled. Yeah. And I thought he was just a the dick, like not yes. in a good way either. Yeah. Like I much prefer Twilight. 
Me too. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Yes, I did get tingly during Twilight. Yes, I would probably still get tingly during Twilight. High school yeah, kids. Same. I got to be honest. Yeah. Uh, not because they're high school kids, but no, as, uh, but Twilight. Yeah. They were of age when they made that. Movie, yeah. So that's good. But yeah, Twilight way, way different than, uh, than that, but no, that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, was it? Uh, I was going to say the movie compared to like something like 50 shades of gray, like unfaithful. That's well-written. That's yes, different. Yes, that felt much. more, it, and it also felt more possible too. So it was like really realistic and like, <laughs> And it yeah. so many human emotions and so much back and forth. And then, oof, yeah, I loved it. It is, it is a wild ride, though. I get it. I get what you say. It's like it was like an anxiety attack. But that's just, that's just good movie writing. It was. It was good. And yeah. I can't handle it. So I had to watch okay. Twilight afterwards. <laughs> that's the palate cleanser. Yeah. I yeah. will. Uh, okay. So you, you need to go and do some research. You pick a movie, unless you okay. already know one. And then you assign me. And then we'll talk about it uh, for May. May. Um, all right. Let me, let me, okay. let me mull on it. Okay. Mull on it and, uh, give us an assignment for, for May. For sure. Yeah. All right. Fun movie for May. Okay. And I, and I can guarantee you it's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you it'll be a very, very poorly written movie. Okay. Well, whatever you pick for us, I'll override it and I'll pick a different movie. 100%. That's exactly okay. what's gonna happen. And you'd be uh, like, and you'd be like, you pitch it to me like I don't, I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. we'll talk about it off the pod, and then sure, I'll sure. be like, all right, and then I'll have to just remind you, yeah. um, uh, <laughs> to watch, okay. to watch my your movie, your my, my movie. your movie. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we hope that y'all enjoyed that. If you like that, uh, give us a give us a shout out if you enjoyed that segment. I think it's a fun thing to add to the pod. Um, just to kind of see how infidelity is portrayed in art and the way, cause I mean, you know, it happens obviously a lot to a lot of different people. So it's always interesting to study the psychology and, and think about why people make the decisions that they make and when they do, but also figuring out where sh- you could have avoided all of that mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. That moment on the stoop, your, your stoop moment. You know what she was? She was stooped. She was stooped. She was, no, she, was, she was stupid. She was stupid. She was stupid. God damn. Stupid decision. <laughs> you, you that's, sh- be the, that's the episode. That's stupid, the episode. That's the title. Stupid decision. <laughs> stupid move. <laughs> stupid woman. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, man. I can tickle myself now. Oh, man. <laughs> You should be a cartoon character, like a cartoonist. You should write. <laughs> like write for like the New Yorker, like the cartoons for the New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. You should write for like Kathy or whatever. Funny black and white Do you remember that comic? one? Do you remember Kathy? Yeah. Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. She's Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. She's probably uh, freaking out. You might be Kathy. I might be Kathy. Actually. You're actually, yeah. You're pretty Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we get out of here, a couple things. Would do we... Oh, let's do a shout out to the people who we might have who might have started listening to the podcast after they saw us last weekend in our in our show, Catherine. Oh yeah, we well, had a yeah we had a um, we had a show, show in Winder, Georgia that we co headlined. Um, mm-hmm. All right, Lacey ended up doing more time than me, um, <laughs> and she didn't have to. Let's be clear, she didn't have to. Oh, she okay. just she did it on purpose to show me up. No, that's just, you know, when you do an hour, it's an hour. I don't know what to We had 45 minutes. We were told 45 minutes. Mm. Yeah. You said Anyways, I needed to go till 10, so I did. And people loved us. Us they together. Did. They, they really loved did. us. It was a great, great, us. great crowd. The crowd loved us. They lined up afterward to say, hey, I think we met a lot of new friends and hopefully some fans and winders. So if you're new, listen to the pod because you saw us live. Thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to this show. Whatever I'm this trying, is. I'm trying to talk positively, so I, I've tried to omit shit out of that that sentence. This isn't a shit show. This is a show. Uh, <laughs> the show with shit in it. It's yeah, not a. Yeah. It's not a shit show. It's not a shit show, though. We guarantee yeah. that. Um, can I? Can I? 
promote my uh Other my podcast <laughs> yes <laughs> it's where i it's where i break down our episodes <laughs> yeah but like like i but i just break it down like with a psychiatrist oh okay yeah I like and that. i just and i just talk about all our flaws and how the and yeah okay, how flawed cool. we are um i i just have i have shows at skull this laughing skull if you're in atlanta this weekend uh friday i'm not I'm doing a charity show i'm a good person and um saturday i have a five and an eight p.m at there and then sunday i have a five p.m there i have one on thursday but we're recording this on Thursday, so no yep. no point in recording that. What about you, Ace? Oh, that's a great question. I will be on set for free on Saturday, so people mm. can find me there. Yeah. Okay. It and, sounds like uh, you were being a stupid girl. I'm being a stupid girl, for sure. And Wait, then I have to what? potty. I really have to potty. Okay. Well, I have to real potty. Quick. Real quick, and then I've got uh, a couple more tickets left to the uh, next Laugh Lab grad show, which is happening Wednesday, April 14th at the Punchline. You can check that out, punchline.com. Get some tickets for that. And then I'll also be at the Skull on Friday the 16th and Saturday the 17th, two shows each night. Right? Two shows there? One show each night? No, two. Uh... Either way, we'll look up. We'll post it again next week and we'll we'll plug that. Thank you all so much. Please go buy some merch at cheatiespodcast.com. We love all of you. Toodles. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode of Cheaties, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Whether you've cheated or been cheated on, you've got a cheating story and we want to hear it. So please leave us a teaser voicemail at 888-STABBY-8. That's 888-782-2298. And go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Cheaties Podcast. And you can follow me, Lace Larrabee, at Lace Larrabee. Follow me, Catherine Blanford, at KBiz9. That's K-B-I-Z-Z-9. Stay stabby. Go ahead. Go to your ready-made horse. That's all you're good for.